0: Big reversals in today's market. Equities are up, dollars down. We've got yields lower, and crude oil is getting blasted. Let's talk about what it means for investors positioned towards what we've seen, which has been leadership in energy and macro themes tied to economic tightening. Nicholas Bonsack is back with us, co founder and COO at Strategus. Nicholas, welcome back how
1: are you it's good to see you, my friend
0: absolutely likewise tell me what you think about uh this market here the last month where we've had a lot of weakness and uh, generally more of the same in terms of the market's fear about the fed
1: yeah i think the fear is uh is well founded i think the tape in august is uh far more indicative of what we have to navigate over the next several months and I think what we saw, as you know, you and I spoke the last time you had me on. Uh, I think what we saw in June and July will stand up uh, over time as, as really a counter trend move. You know, our concern is that the Fed is single minded in uh, trying to curb uh, the pangs of inflation, and ultimately they're very concerned about uh, missing the lesson uh, of the 1970s, which is that the application of, of say stop and go monetary policy gets them in more trouble uh, than helps them solve the problem at hand.
0: Right now, uh, if their problem they're trying to solve uh, is obviously inflation, but their only way to do it is just uh, swing this bat around and break things, Uh, crude oil kind of looks like it's breaking. Does that make you worried uh, having money in some of the big energy companies at the top of one of your funds?
1: yeah we're a big weight in energy as you know we're close to 20% of uh, the macro thematic opportunities fund uh, in in the sector uh, i'd start where you started which is that monetary policy is a blunt instrument and i think on top of that uh, not only do you have the fed wielding uh, such a blunt object uh, you have central banks around the world really with the uh, with the exclusion of japan and you've got fiscal policy makers, you know sort of putting all uh, all of their different imprimatur uh, on on the problem as well so it's it, macro is a bit of a mess right now But ultimately, I think when we look at the inflation implications, we've got two considerations. Global growth is slowing, uh, but it's probably going to take a fair amount of time to really curb uh, inflation, and when you sort of factor in some of the geopolitical considerations in Europe, specifically uh, Russia's invasion of of Ukraine, uh, we feel pretty good for unfortunate reasons uh, in being overweighted to to energy, um, to the energy space in general, whether that be the natural gas side uh, or the integrateds on the oil and gas side, on the oil side.
0: Uh, and here's what I'll say: is that so far, the companies in the energy sector have fared much better than the commodity price. In the case of crude oil, obviously the net gas price is faring just fine. But uh, just to hone in a little bit more there, is the view then that uh, despite what the Fed is doing, there will still be these inflationary pressures to keep commodity prices elevated over a, a longer term? So it's kind of like a trade where, hey, we've got longer to run in these, or is it more that there is just kind of a fundamental disconnect between the price of the commodity and what the companies are able to do to keep their stock going
1: yeah i think it's i think it's both um the energy price even as it breaks down through say 90 dollars and hovers you know certainly sub 100 is still a very profitable range uh, for the major integrated oil companies. And frankly, what's happening in natural gas, uh, even you know, even more so for companies that are, are more specifically aligned with that. So, you know, ca- free cash flow generation, uh, investment, profitability, even the return of capital to investors really continue to shape up. Uh, as, you know, sort of a very positive uh, backdrop uh, for the energy sector, in our view, particularly when you lay that against, uh, you know, some of the more growthy, uh, you know, sectors within, uh, within uh, the economy. I'd say on the labor side, um, you know, the, the Fed has this benefit of, of a strong labor market providing it cover to tighten monetary policy. But at the same time, a strong labor market is also probably contributing to a broadening of the base uh, of inflation in general it's starting to creep into things that are more contractual like wages uh, like rents and to the extent to which and i think you mentioned this uh, in the previous segment just as, I, as we got together uh, we you know we are coming out of um, a little bit of a, I should say, we have a little bit of a stronger backdrop here in 3Q than perhaps we saw uh, in 2Q. So that's just a little bit more fuel for the fire uh, in terms of consumption. Ultimately, uh, we, we think the Fed is going to put this economy either back into a recession or, or into a recession. I don't think we need to quibble about the nomenclature, whether we were in one in, in the first half, but, but energy shapes up very well, both from a fundamental backdrop as well as uh, broadening of the base of inflation. So to your point, we think they've got more leg here. And uh, Nicholas, um,
0: one of your, your top holding, I believe it's your top holding, BTU Peabody is having an incredible year up 100%. Uh, how will you uh, manage to uh, kind of navigate any changes to that? What Can you give us kind of an idea into the strategy, how the sauce is made in the fund? How will you know when to take profits after such a big move like that? Most traders are happy to get a double in a year where the market is down 20%.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, you know, that makes us nervous with a lowercase N to be sure. As as we've talked many times on this program, uh, you know, what we try to do is find the three or four big macro themes that are gathering and continue to carry momentum above other themes. And inflation for longer, uh, which we've sort of spoken to here this morning, uh, quantitative tightening, which is the Fed's antidote, perhaps uh, in part to that problem, uh, and cyclical defensiveness—the idea that the economy is slowing or at least moving away from some of the growthier. uh, subcomponents those are all the considerations that we need to te- you know look at in terms of looking underneath the hood and making individual security selections you know the stocks you mentioned across the energy patch that have run um you know they're getting a little bit of a pullback uh, in july to be sure they're seeing a little bit of a pullback uh here today uh, and maybe yesterday as well um, ultimately there's probably more room but we're paying particular attention to those that have that have really run quite a bit no question okay
0: Uh, There it is, S-A-M-T, outperforming since uh, the debut relative to the market. Uh, Nicholas, thanks for the latest. Appreciate the thoughts, as always. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Nicholas Bonsack is co-founder and CEO at Strategas, S-A-M-T, the fund.